0: Is for the win. What is up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the BB show as always I'm your host Beebs. I'm here with my co-host Christian uh, we're here to talk about football uh, we're going to start with some uh, Sunday night football recap uh, Bengals Ravens what were your uh, what were your thoughts on this one Christian?
1: Well, you know, uh, there was a guy that uh, going into this game might have said that there's no way neither of these teams score under 20, and the Ravens just had to score 19 to win in spite me. Uh, but, <laughs> I in terms of, like like, it was still a good game. Yeah, the standard I held it up to did not necessarily happen. There wasn't, like, a ton of big plays, but, I mean, overall, it's – Anything was better, I think, than the Thursday night primetime that we had. Like, I- I'll take it. Um, but I guess my just overall thoughts, and you can let me know if you have anything different, was like kind of expected. I mean, Ravens are at home. They fought a close win. Both teams look good. Um, granted, you know, Bengals being two and three, that doesn't look great on paper. But they both seem like contenders in the AFC and honestly, I got to give shout to the Ravens defense. They stepped up when I I thought for sure they were going to be the reason it'd be a shootout, and they held it together.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm very confident in the Ravens right now in the AFC playoff picture, um, especially the way they just got a division win over the Bengals, who are probably going to be their biggest competition uh, for the division. But I have some serious concerns about the Bengals offense um this is a ravens defense that like you said is i still am not fully sold on them i think they definitely played they're probably one of their best games but this offense is not um the explosive big play dominant offense that it was last year uh it's it's actually nowhere even close and i know t higgins went down and uh, that was kind of one of the main Ravens for the Ravens' success, in my opinion, um, because then you can focus everything you have on Jamar Chase and say, "Hey, uh, make Joe Mixon and this young O line beat us," and um, they they couldn't. Um, but this is not the first time we've seen this Cincinnati offense struggle. I was, you can check the receipts. I was really gunning. I picked Burrow and Chase in Fantasy Frenzy. Uh, I was gunning for a Bengals you know explosion finally right they were going to get over that super bowl layover um and it just it didn't happen um i think the Bengals are okay like you said i'm not too worried but uh they're not a super bowl contender right now well they are because they have the roster for it but the way they're playing right now is um not impressive um it's up par yeah yeah Um, the way I'd say it is this: if they if they saw the Ravens again in the playoffs, uh, it's likely the Ravens would have home field again, and uh, I'd probably pick the Ravens. The way that things are going, um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, the T Higgins going down in the first quarter was big. Was a big loss for Cincinnati. Um, I kind of expected more out of the Ravens' offense. You could probably comment on that a little bit, but um, yeah, not much else to say. But, yeah, I I
1: guess for the Ravens side, like, yeah, they could have played better. Especially, again, like, I I didn't think neither defense going into this game was going to be great. Um, But I think it ultimately just kind of came down to one of those, like, tough division games. Not, like, concerned right now with the Ravens offense. Still, I think it is what, you know, we think it is. They're still able to move the ball at times. And they ended up winning the game. Um, I guess my just just final kind of closing thought on this is, Are we not worried per se because we know Jamar Chase's talent is there? But since week one, he's been awfully quiet. Like, yeah, he had uh, over 100 yards in week one, but he has not had anything close to that since. Um,
0: No, I'm not worried at all. In fact, I've Uh, sent out multiple trade offers to see if I can get him in leagues because uh, I'm not. I'm not worried Um, from a fantasy perspective. I'm not worried. He'll he'll have his blow up games. Once this offense finds its stride, but oh, yeah, um, the volume there, but like, we'll talk about this later uh, when it comes to head coaches on the hot seat. Um, I have some serious concerns about the Bengals play calling and the the variety of ways that they use Jamar chase and and I kind of have we can put a pin in that come back to it. But that that's my short answer is um, the talents there, there's really no excuse, especially with T Higgins going down. He shouldn't only have 50 yards receiving. I know he had 12 targets, but like, I, I don't know, especially cause they're struggling to run the ball. Like it, it, there's, there's such a surplus of weapons on this offensive roster and to see them struggling just is like, you gotta look at the play calling at that point you got to look at the coaching Uh, well well, first you look at the quarterback and say is he like holding everyone back and i would say the answer is no i don't think he's played bad this year i don't think he's played up to the standard he set last year but like they're just not on they're not hot yet and and the Bengals do strike me as a team that like yeah and they kind of did this last year too it was like oh they were kind of this like middle of the pack afc team that won the division and kind of broke out towards the end of the year and stole the division and then they were just lightning in a bottle in the playoffs so like is this really any different than they were last year in the regular season like they yet to have that i I mean they had a couple i will say last year in the regular season when they beat the chiefs um they had a couple performances where it was like holy crap how do you stop this team right because i think they won 12 games if i recall but uh, I I could see them doing that this year, right? Maybe not quite twelve, but it's like once this team figures it out, uh, I think they'll be fine. Uh, but if they don't figure it out, we'll get to that conversation. Yeah, no, I think maybe a couple of weeks till we you know,
1: panic completely on that offense. But the question marks are definitely there. Uh, a lot of suspect play calling is. A lot of people probably saw on Sunday night and ultimately just throughout the season. It's just been very inconsistent. than what you mentioned, they were at the end of last year. I mean, they really just couldn't be stopped, especially it seemed like late in games. They just really figured teams out. But, yeah, we will get to see that. And hopefully they can get better going forward. But overall, solid win for the Ravens. Got to give credit to them where that is. Justin Tucker's probably going to never miss. He misses, like, a, one kick, like, a year. Like, he's just insane. Um yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I gotta say on that.
0: Like it's
1: wasn't the shoot I anticipated, but still a good game and hats off to the
0: Ravens. Monday night was the uh shootout that we all anticipated though. Yes.
1: That that one was correct, which oh boy. I, I mean from the Raiders aspects one and four is I mean we both saw it coming. Look, but- look
0: and and oh. I said I said this. I literally said this. I said I'm expecting the Raiders to get to 1-4, and probably lose by less than a touchdown because that's just what they do, Uh, and then I still won't press the panic button. Uh, And I'm sticking to my word here. I'm sticking to my guns. Uh, If you can go up – this team has the potential, and there's just something missing. And, uh, look, I think they got to get the ball to Devontae Moore. I know he had three for 120 or whatever and two touchdowns, but he should have more than three, you know? Um, Right. They're they're running the ball. Well, they're throwing the ball. Well, they just can't play defense. Um, And that's the bottom line. Um,
1: Very inopportune times. It feels like their defense will just collapse. Yeah. Like to be a contender, especially in the AFC, you got to be able to hold up. We have both, I mean, love their offense. I mean, they got it. It's just weapons everywhere. The line's held up. There shouldn't be problems, but yeah, uh, and there was. I, I mean, they kind of did go cold towards the end, too. Like, it's again, I'm not gonna rat out Josh McDaniels, but uh, I, I know where I'm pointing the finger. I mean, cause I don't really think it's a lot. You can't blame it on how Derek Carr played, and you no, can't really blame I, anybody I, on that I, Honestly, I,
0: I would, I, 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 I'm not gonna rat out Josh McDaniels quite yet. He's an offensive guy, and the offense is. In my opinion playing good almost every week but when your defense can't maintain a 17-0 lead or whatever it was like um and and gives up four touchdowns to the same guy and they're all in the in they're all in the red zone like you you know where the ball is going right like he had 25 yards receiving oh man like think about that and yet he had four touchdowns like and they've always been like this in the red zone. And they find great ways to get him open. I understand that. But, like, not four times. I feel like after two, you're kind of, like, drawing a line.
1: Like, all right, let's double this guy. Yeah, make Mikkel Hartman
0: score. Right? Like, right. like make make Clyde Edwards Hilaire make a play. Make Patrick Mahomes run it in for crying out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Anything yeah, but, but
1: this. Make them go up one on one. Don't make Travis Kelsey like just run all over you. I mean I, I four to a, like to any player. Like four touchdowns for a running back is nuts. A receiver getting it is nuts. But like tight end, like there's really not a whole lot of excuses because like it's like you mentioned twenty-five receiving yards. It's not like he was like burning them with speed or whatever. Like he was just Doing Travis Kelsey, like all they had to do was completely box him out. Have two guys on the linebacker, safety over the top, and a guy man up. Whatever you need to do, so that the guy doesn't get the ball down there. It's better, like you said, have a Miko Hardman, Clyde Edwards-Alaire make a play. Somebody that's just not named Travis Kelsey,
0: because yeah, and, it, it, it's too. not like you have to worry about Tyree Kill anymore. Exactly,
1: yeah, that's right. the best way to say Keep
0: it. Like, you,
1: you know, if it goes to the outside, it's like a 50 50 shot, anything happens. Like, they're not trusted really out there. I mean, Valdez Scantling has been solid from what I've seen so far this season. Yeah, but he's, he's not like, Tyreek Hill. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Yeah. It's, that's what I mean. He's, you're still trying to establish rapport with not only Scantling, but also Juju Smith Schuster, which, we, again, none of these guys are close to Tyreek, though. And, you know, like, they don't yeah. provide that element of just danger. In the way that I would say Travis Kelsey does. And so, yeah, yeah just, there's really it's unacceptable. It really is bottom line. I don't know who the Raiders' defense coordinator is at the moment, but uh, he's. I hope he gets grilled. Like, it's just in team meetings this week and whatnot. Like, that just can't <laughs> ha- it just
0: can't happen.
1: It just can't happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, all right, I got a question for you, then. Where, where does this put the Chiefs? Um, uh, in terms of your your expectations, and I know you picked them for the Super Bowl, actually, but yeah, like, yeah,
1: they're they're where I think they should be right now. I mean, four is there
0: it, who can beat them? Who can stop them from getting back to the Super Bowl?
1: Well, we're gonna see it this coming week, and it's it's the Bills.
0: Yeah. Uh, is there, okay. Obviously, is there anybody else? I mean, can Baltimore beat them? In uh, here's the thing: when he put can they like. They can on a good day in but Arrowhead, like, though, because you Arrowhead, know they're going to have home field yeah. advantage at this rate. They're four and one, unless right. Buffalo can find a way to, to do it this week.
1: So, yeah, let's say let's just think playoff scenario a team that can go in Arrowhead and get the job done. Um, from their own division, I don't see anybody, even the Dolphins, like I just two in or not in their own division. I'm thinking about the, the Bills. Um, so like Raiders, Chargers, Broncos, I, none of them strike me. The Raiders might give them a fight like we saw, but in the playoffs, it's just, it's hard to, you know, outplay the Chiefs. Um, I think the Ravens again, like in the regular season, maybe, but like, I've just seen too many just playoff burnouts from Lamar Jackson and to go on the road and try and basically, cause we've s- sad questions about the Ravens defense to just ask him to play with Patrick Mahomes all game and probably have put up four or five touchdowns. I just don't see that happening from the Ravens aspect. Um, same like the Bengals kind of play that same way of like shootout or bust. I mean, they're able to take care of the Chiefs. I mean that's not that's fair. Chiefs, that's fair
0: though. If you're gonna say who can go into Arrowhead and win in the playoffs, I mean <laughs> the Bengals did the it. Sure. They're one of the they're one of the only teams that has ever done it. Right, um, it's it's the Bengals and Brady, right? Like it's so. I don't know. Um, I think in, I think this is a somewhat legacy defining year for Patrick Mahomes right now because any doubt that uh, this level of success was going to continue uh, because Tyreek Hill was leaving is completely out the window right now, um, and, and the Chiefs are just right back to where they were: Super Bowl or bust.
1: Yeah, and I think we really have to, I guess, define what a legacy year would be
0: because, like, if they,
1: let's say they go to the conference championship and lose, like, I- I'm probably not going to bash Well, I- I'm not, yeah, honestly, unless he, like, plays really bad. No, and what I mean by like, legacy
0: defining was, like, oh, Tyreek kills going gone. Like, they miss the playoffs or they lose in the wild card, and I just don't see that happening now. No, um, no. And, you know, they or they start slow, right? They, you know they win 10 games and go 10 and seven. And like I just said, like go to the wild card Have to do with the hard way, go on the road, which they're not used to in the playoffs. Uh, but that's not, I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, yeah. Well, here's, I guess my kind of most terrifying thought
1: with the chiefs is we mentioned their receivers. Like they're all mostly new guys besides Hardman. And so it's like, they're probably going to get better as the season goes on. Whereas, like, the Bills' offense has remain the same. The Ravens' offense offenses, I mean, arguably gotten worse. Maybe they have internal improvement, but they lost Marquise Brown, so the receivers are even more dire. And, like, again, I'm, I'm not really, you know, on the short list of teams that, like, the Bengals, they were made the same. Like, teams that could go in and beat the Chiefs, they're not going to really get any better, I don't think, throughout the season. I think the Chiefs, like, they, they could very... Can the can the Titans do it? Oh, no, no. Not, not from what I've seen this year. If they have the right formula, and, like, on, like, a really good day, like, if they turn Patrick Mahomes over a lot, and they keep it low-scoring, they could maybe pull it out. But I just think Derrick Henry can only take you so far, especially now that they lost A.J. Brown. They really have no dynamic threat in the pass game. They can still, yeah. you know... Pass when needed, but again, yeah, I just I think that Chiefs offense. So like we like we touched on like, again, as bad as the Raiders game plan was, it's like they knew it was going to
0: Travis Kelsey. Like
1: you still just couldn't stop him, and they still have just other ways to beat. Well,
0: you. and f I mean, they were down seventeen.
1: <laughs> yes. they, were, they
0: were down seventeen and came back and won. A,
1: a crazy stat that I saw today. Patrick Mahomes has more, like he's a better win percentage on games where he's losing by 10 than Justin Herbert does winning percentage oh in his career.
0: Gosh. that is insanity. That is, like, when you
1: actually yeah. think about that.
0: I think that, I mean, when you look at advanced analytics like that and stuff, well, that's not even advanced analytics, but those kind of stats, it's like you separate the men from the boys. Uh, Really, really, like that's because that's isn't that like a common not not common, but honestly, it's a discussion.
1: Yeah, people, it was like I think some people still might be. Yeah, I I never understood it. I I love Justin Herbert. I think he's a great player as well, but Mahomes is just different. And people got to stop trying to diminish what this guy's doing.
0: Yeah, I I, want to see we can have this conversation maybe a different day but when it comes to like moving up the ladder of the greatest of all time and where I feel like right now we have such a dynamic group of young quarterbacks um great right in the league which we really haven't had in a you know while like you'd have to go back to like early 2010s when Rodgers, when Breeze was not winning MVP after he threw for 5,000 yards because Rodgers was doing the same thing while Manning was throwing 50 touchdowns. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, that was the right. last time I feel like we had like five to six guys that were just like above everybody else. And I feel like we're, we're, we're there. And I'm just really looking forward to the next. Decade or so of like, oh, who's going to, who's going to come out of it with the most Super Bowls, right? Because Mahomes has got the lead, but Burrow was right there, okay? Stafford's on the tail end of his career, and he's not, he's not in the conversation at this point with this conversation. So it's like, okay, Mahomes has got the lead, but if Allen goes and grabs one, you know, Herbert sneaks in there. Like it, I just feel like like Lamar's still looking for his first one. Are we going to have – I guess my question is, are we going to have a Tom Brady situation here where Mahomes locks down the rest of the league, locks down the AFC and prevents all these guys from getting rings every year? Or are we going to have like, you know, this guy's got three, this guy's got two, this guy's got four? And, and right. it's a real conversation like, oh, where is Mahomes comparative to Brady? Where is Mahomes comparative to these guys from before? And I don't know. I, I'm rambling a little bit, but, like, I'm I'm just getting generally excited with the, with the quarterback play across the league right now. Like, it just yeah. feels like there's five guys that could end with multiple Super Bowls.
1: Right, yeah, especially
0: across, like, next decade or so.
1: I mean, I could we could see a lot of different Super Bowl matchups, which is enticing. Um, I just, I really think for Mahomes to the table, like, we have to kind of see him have, like, a dominant playoff run this year. Honestly, because then it's then you're kind of like well-prep. Like they just took a bunch of just random receivers, threw it together with Travis Kelsey, and they're still the yeah. team to beat. Like that's yeah. gonna be pretty disheartening because you know they're only gonna get kind of better throughout the years. Um, but again, like you said, we'll see. There's a lot of just great talent. There could be somebody that surprises us this year, like the Bengals did. Um, as much as we think we got a hold on this season, it is only. Well, going into be week six, and still got a long way to go. Um, but that being said, I, I do want to. I think we'll hop off the actual game
0: aspect of it. Let's see anything else to
1: add? Because I really was curious on how the fantasy friends turned out.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Dude, you were. Uh, I'm sure you were curious. Yeah, I. Mister <laughs> Mister Mahomes and Devonte Adams. Oh yeah, that's that. That probably helped. Um. All right. So, after the first debut of Fantasy Frenzy, I had a dominating performance, as we all know, um, to take a 1-0 lead and a 50-point lead in the season-long points discussion. Uh, that gap was closed this week. Um, I went into Sunday Monday night sorry, with a 60-point lead, and you had Daniel Carlson, Devontae Adams, and Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes had 30. Adams had 27, and Carlson had 16, and you ended up—you <laughs> ended up beating me 166 to 155. Wow! Tying it at one to one, and the totals are—I still am winning the totals. I have 341, and you have 302. Um,
1: wait, you said 301?
0: I have 341, 341. and you have 302. I have 302. So, quick. Just, okay, well, that's good. No, I mean, that's. Oh, yeah, you closed the gap, progress. keeping it interesting. A quick recap of our teams, and I won't go all the way through the points, but um, significant performances. I My team was uh, Burrow, Davin Cook, Damian Pierce, Jamar Chase, Chris Godwin, Tyler Higby, DK Metcalf, Justin Tucker, and the Cowboys defense. Notable performers uh, Cook had 26, Pierce had 20, Chase only had 12. And so did Godwin, which was kind of a bust. Um, Specific, I was okay with that from Godwin, um, but Chase, I expected more, especially after T. Higgins went down. Cowboys defense put up 22. I have back-to-back weeks uh, getting a touchdown out of my drafted defense off of off of the Rams' offense. Uh, DK did have a touchdown called off the board, but 17 still solid. And you just erupted. Uh, You look at the only reason this is close. um, I had a lot of consistent performances. Ah, uh, you did have Mixon bust with eleven, and Fryar bust with three, and Lamb busted with ten. But you had mm. thirty thirty out of Mahomes, twenty seven out of Henry, twenty seven out of Adams, thirty out of Justin Jefferson, uh, ten out of the defense, which is solid, and then sixteen out of your kicker, which is more than solid. So, Danny yeah. um, Carlson, my man. Yeah, kept. I mean, he was the difference. He really was. He won he by really was, in, yeah. And the kick, the kicker, was the difference. Uh, I did have Tucker, who who did end up – he had 16 as well. But, um, yeah, very solid two high-scoring games, 155 to 166. Very Two high-scoring teams, very solid uh, Monday Night Miracle for you to clutch the uh, Week week 5 Fantasy Frenzy matchup. I gotta, love it. gotta um, love it. Which means I have the first pick this week because I lost indeed, indeed so just just gonna jump right in you know we're, we're on to Cincinnati we're on to week six uh, we're moving on from the loss no sweat uh, um, we're just gonna jump right in um, first pick I don't know why I wrote this down wrong because um, I have Justin Jefferson and he is not an available option for the week so with that being mm. said, I'm going to make a quick audible here, pull up my list, go like this, do this. My first overall pick, uh, I will be taking, I'll call it quick audible. I will be taking Stephon Diggs, uh, favorable matchup against the Kansas City secondary, as we just saw. Yeah, Uh, yeah, We just saw Devontae Adams. Sorry, I couldn't remember his name. Devontae Adams have an explosion for three, 124, and two touchdowns. I think Diggs is going to get more usage than that. And uh, he's been solid all year. I have drafted him before. He performed well for me. And, um, yeah, we're going to reload. We're going to go with Stephon Diggs.
1: Yeah, it's a fair pick. Definitely solid, given the matchup. Um. I think this is also a guy I've picked before. And, yeah, forgive me if I took him last week, but I, I feel like I would remember if I did. Um, Christian McCaffrey, I, I think, is the guy I want kind of slotted at the RB1. Uh, some trade rumors going around. I don't know if it's completely legit, but if anything, like this is a good week for him to showcase why teams should come and get him. Um, they're playing against the Rams, and, Even though it's in LA, we know that their home field isn't that great. And ultimately, just game flow wise, the Rams have not, you know, shocked anybody this year. So he's probably going to get a lot of work in the run game as well as the passing game like he normally does. And yeah, I just think the volume's there for a solid RB1 for the
0: week. Solid pick. I'm going to change up my strategy a little bit this week. I've been uh, trying to have a good balance of receivers and running backs. I'm going heavy on receiver this week. Back to back. Get my wide receiver and wide receiver, wide receiver one and two, uh, get him out of the way early. Um, and with that being said, I'm just going to take uh, probably the easiest receiver pick out there. He's the most productive guy in the league. I'm taking Cooper Cup. Um, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. Uh, he's got a matchup against Carolina this week. Kind of middle of the pack defense, but um, he, he's good against anybody, and uh, he's going to get his he's going to get his uh, touches. And uh, I will take that. Yeah, that's.
1: I'd say, I, I like that one honestly. That's probably like 20 points. It's kind of what I was hoping for with McCaffrey pick. Um, I'm debating here if I want to, yeah, you know, no, I think I do. I think I want to just go the opposite way. I think I'm just gonna fill out my running backs. Um, as long as Eckler, I believe, was not
0: color was week. not used last week. No, he was used the week before,
1: and uh, he's been hot as of late. So, I think him and McCaffrey is uh, more than solid for my running back room
0: this week. That is, uh, yes, that is more than solid. That is very true. <laughs> um, I'm gonna grab another another wide receiver for my flex here. Oh uh, man, this guy's going in. Oh yeah, the uh, the Bucks play the 32nd ranked defense in the league against the pass, and they play. which is the Steelers uh, so far this year. They just got shredded by the Bills, had a field day. I'm taking Mike Evans. Um, Godwin's off the table, obviously. Mike Evans is a solid wide receiver, one for the Bucs. He's been consistent every week, getting his touches, and uh, the Steelers are trash. So I think it's more of the same for the Steelers secondary this week, and uh, I'm banking on it for... So, Mike Evans' red zone usage and um, probably three, four, five, maybe six catches, maybe around 100 yards, and hopefully we get a touchdown.
1: Wow. That's uh, – boy,
0: puts me in a bind. It's
1: not, I feel like I kind of have to go – I guess I don't have to go receiver. you got yours filled out. Uh, that's uh, – now I'm going to be upset if I uh, – I'm going to hate this pick. I really am because how bad he burned me two weeks ago. But just the way Mark Andrews has been playing, <laughs> I'm blown with him again because I don't think Travis Kelsey's going to repeat. I mean, they're playing the Bills. They're just – I know they have a defense coordinator that's more competent. Um, and, yeah, I just – he's been so good all year. He's had that one flub of a week. And, honestly, if he has it again, I probably just won't pick him again. Um, but for this, yeah, a little – Fantasy frenzy drill, we're going to go with Mark
0: Andrews. So with uh, you securing your running backs, I'm going to take an interesting strategy here because you've also secured your tight end. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to take Kelsey for your flex. I'm going to go ahead and take my quarterback because there's one that I really want this week. And I think he's got the best matchup. I looked across the league. Uh, You know, Mahomes is playing the Buffalo defense, not solid. Lamar's playing the Giants, who are actually top 10 against quarterbacks. Herbert's against Denver. Bayard's solid. Hurts is playing Dallas, another solid pass rush defense. Uh, But Josh Allen is playing Kansas City, who's ranked 27th against the pass. And I'm hooking him up with Diggs again. So we're going all in again on the hookup, like we did with Burrow and Chase. But I think it pays off this week with the Josh Allen, uh, with the Bills, classic Bills Chiefs shootout. Huh, solid. Solid is uh, my answer to
1: that. But, uh, you know, <laughs> you mentioned that I wasn't going to take Kelsey as my flex. And the more I entertain the idea, the more I kind of like it.
0: I'm taking Travis skills <laughs> All flex. right, I gave you my idea for. I was saving for down the line on accident. I was I thought about it this week, but I liked Mike Evans too much. Yeah, a little uh, defensive strategy there. I, I kinda like However, kind of like it. However,
1: justification is. I just was kind of hoping you're just stuck with a you know a bad tight end this week.
0: I I, uh, I, I actually did plan for this so. Now, I definitely don't have to take a tight end until my last pick, theoretically. So, right, because you don't have another place to put a tight end. So I do not. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go ahead and grab grab my running backs here, and I'm, I'm just going to double check. Uh, this is a little bit of a risky play. Okay, this is this is a little bit risky, but but I like to do this. Okay. I, I, I'm known for this. This guy has been struggling all year. Okay. Uh, he's just, managers are not happy with him. Um, but I think he's a stud. He's a number one overall fantasy pick. Okay. Uh, didn't play last week. So let me check his injury report make sure he's actually going to play. Um, I think they're optimistic from what I read, but I guess that
1: is, that is a thing to keep in mind because it's not like we can make substitutions to this
0: yeah yeah hmm. <laughs> maybe we should add that as a uh you draft a bench player to sub in in case somebody doesn't play but uh um, or we
1: just or we just don't i kind of like the idea of <laughs> oh shut up guy. yeah
0: okay mr mccaffrey and eckler two injury prone guys hey, you know what, I, you, I'm know what? It, you know what you know what i'm it, taking it, jonathan taylor i don't care uh, he's yeah, playing naheem no, hines is not playing because he's concussed and with the new rules, that means you never are allowed to play football again in your entire life. So um, they're playing Jacksonville. Jacksonville is 24th against running backs, um, which is surprising because I feel like they're a little bit better, but I think this is a Jonathan Taylor breakout week. I'm very confident. Um, Assuming he plays, but uh, I think he'll be fine. I think he's going to play because he's going to have to play. So I'm taking Taylor RB1.
1: Yeah. And he's long overdue to have a uh, good one. Just for my own memory, who were your
0: receivers last week? Last week, my receivers were Chase, Godwin, and Metcalf.
1: Okay, yeah. So, honestly, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh, my picks are better. But I all my receivers I'm, that are in front of my face right now are not on that list. And, honestly, this is one I feel like has been like under the radar kind of all season, like this guy has been performing, like, really well, especially the last couple weeks. And it's Marquise Brown. He's going to be my wide receiver one for the week. Um, there's a couple of guys that could have went for wide receiver one. Obviously, one of them is going to fill up wide receiver two. But he's got a lot of targets. He's been getting a lot of yards. And, honestly, he's just been thriving over in Arizona compared to what he's doing in Baltimore. Um, and yeah, he could explode against the Seahawks this week. I mean, hopefully that one's a shootout. But yeah, that's all I got for him.
0: That's a solid pick. He's he's gonna get his targets, especially for D Hop comes back. Um uh, yeah, that's, that'll nerf him later on. I'm I'm stuck between two guys for my RB two, and you're locked up, so I can I can say names. I'm trying to decide between riding with Ramondre Stevenson because Damian Harris is out and they're playing Cleveland. Who's not great against the run or going all in on Kenneth Walker.
1: Because he's
0: going to be a bell cow and Rashad Penny's out and he's the number one ad this week. Everybody's freaking out about it. Um, I think I'm going to play it safe with a team that I know is going to run the ball. And I'm going to take Ramondre Stevenson here. I don't like any of the other matchups. This could come back to burn me. Let me just state that. Um, but I like to live on the edge. I like to I like to spice it up. i pick guys that uh, you guys wouldn't expect. Guys that haven't been seen before. Um, I'm going to take Ramondre Stevenson. He had Stevenson. a big game last week. He, he really had a big game. He had 20, 25 carries, which is key. Uh, and, and I don't think Damien Harris is playing this week again. Uh, I saw a couple weeks on the injury report there. So... I think this, I think of the two options, I think this is the safe pick. I could do something lame like pick Saquon or stuff like that. But, uh, like I said, that's lame. So, yeah. And honestly, I mean, hey, this might be the week Saquon busts. You heard it here first.
1: But, uh, I mean, you never know. Um, Terms, I mean, yeah, playing against the Ravens. And I mean, the Ravens are good against, or they're not good against pass, but they're usually pretty stout against the run. but yeah, for my last receiver spot, or I could go quarterback, but I I'd, yeah, I'd rather get this filled out because uh, Tyreek Hill is it's again you can't really go wrong. I understand I'm probably working with either Teddy Two this week or uh, Skyler Thompson. I not great, but Tyreek's one of those guys who can take a slant 80 yards so. Not really concerned. And if Teddy Glove does play, they're playing the Vikings. So it uh, could be a little revenge game there.
0: Just Ooh. saying. Uh,
1: but uh, yeah, I'll uh, roll with Tyreek and just
0: hope he keeps doing his thing because he's been solid this year. No doubt. That is solid. I'm going to grab my defense here. I'm going to just save tight end for last because might as well try and grab the priority of the people that I think have the best matchups where there's still a chance I could get him taken from me. Um, You did this last week. I think I'm going to ride with the strategy. I think it's going to end up a little – I'm hoping it ends up a little bit better for me. But uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, Pickett is in his name. They play the Bucs this week. Um, I know it's in Pittsburgh, but I think the Buccaneers' defense is better than the Bills, honestly. Um, And and they're just not – I am just I just don't see the Steelers' offense doing much for the rest of the year, if I'm being honest. And I think, at worst, it's a low-floor pick for defense, which is probably what you should be going for.
1: Right, yeah, it's not getting anything negative. You know they're going to give you some production.
0: Yeah. So I'm breaking the streak of uh, banking against the Rams because they play Carolina, and I don't trust the Carolina defense that as much as I trusted the Cowboys or the 49ers, so.
1: Well, that being said, I'm definitely considering that Panthers defense now. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but in terms
1: of just, I want to get my quarterback uh, out written out. Um, just because, yeah, I don't want to say it's bold, but you could argue it's bold considering he's left on the table, quarterback wise. I'm going to go with Kyler Murray. I think this is his That's last so good, That is that, bold. That is bold. His last In Seattle, game. too? That's his last good game before Cod comes out.
0: <laughs> You're just taking him
1: for the meme. Oh my I gosh. am taking him to inflate. Again, I'm really trying to – maybe I'm over-chessing this, but I try to hurt you with the two tight end, just cap him out right away. And then if Marquise Brown has a good game, at most like oh yeah you got you know, the it. you
0: got the hookup you got the hookup yeah I'm going trying to just up.
1: maximize efficiency here close yeah. that you know thirty nine point window and hey gotta go big to do it this might extend the window a bit but uh
0: if I yeah let's hope well, I'm just gonna say this now I'm gonna say a prophecy one of these weeks uh, I am definitely going to take the risk and take Gabe Davis. Uh, obviously, it won't be this week after his breakout last week. So, you got to give him a couple weeks to like go back through the Gabe Davis cycle. Um, but one yeah. of these weeks, man, I'm I'm going all in. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worth, you know, it's, that 30 bombs. I'll take, more yeah, more. I'll take my 98-yard touchdown. Um, but with that being said, I have free reign to go grab my kicker here. Um hmm. Uh, Tucker and Carlson, top two guys in fantasy that are off the board. But uh, apparently New Orleans is 31st against the uh, kickers in fantasy this year. So I'm going to take Evan McPherson. He's a solid yeah. guy. He's consistent. Um, kickers are hard to predict, but made a difference last week for you. So hopefully McPherson can uh, make a difference for me.
1: Yeah, and honestly, the Bengals have gotten a lot of positions this year where you know they're in field goal range or drive stalls and whatnot. Um, Had a little bit of a brutal week one But kind of blame that on their replacement Holder or, or yeah. a long Snap, it was their long yeah. snap. either yeah. way it, People don't understand how much Focus goes into that um, And like just the consistency of having The same guy snap to you over and over And over um, But with that being Said I know I Mentioned I'm just going to take The uh, you know Whoever's playing Rams But I'm actually going to take the Rams defense because if there's that's solid. solid. If I know one thing, it's that the Panthers stink on offense. I just want I just want you to know that you do have
0: McCaffrey on your team.
1: Oh yeah, here's my (laughs) my thing is McCaffrey's production doesn't go hand in hand with Mayfield's like Marquise Brown goes with Kyler Murray. That's my bit. Like McCaffrey still is 25. Get his you know a couple PPRs from the. You know, catches in the backfield gets me fifty yards receiving, say seventy rushing yards on like fifteenth, and he gets like a touchdown. So I'm happy with that. I think yeah. his floor is just it's been consistent this whole year, and I just if I'm gonna take risks in other spots, uh, I was, you know I'll bank on McCaffrey's health, which I never thought I'd say that, but <laughs> he's, he's held up this year. He really has so. Yeah, but other than that, I think Mayfield's still gonna, you know, get sacked a lot, throw some picks, and uh, that's gonna be enough for me. So, I'll take the Rams for their defensive slot.
0: So I'm stuck in a weird position here, um, because not only are Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey not available, but the guys, the guy that I would, I'd probably, go, I'd probably go Higby. Uh, <laughs> he's not available either, and then Waller, who knows if he'll even play. And heaven forbid I draft Kyle Pitts. God, no. I'll never do that. Yeah. Um, So, weird position. But I think I found a guy that I like here. Okay, it was between Zach Ertz and George Kittle. Both have favorable matchups. But the Seahawks, who the Cardinals are playing this week, are the 32nd ranked defense against tight ends. Zach Ertz has yet to score under 10 points all year. He's currently the tight end four okay I'll interesting read, I'll read off some of his uh stats from from his from his game log here uh his last he had two receptions in week one but he scored a touchdown got 11 points every week since he has eight receptions six seconds, and six catches in weeks three four and five with a floor of 10.5 in week three and 10.8 last week so if he scores he's good for 15. if he doesn't he's good for 10 So I'm taking Zach Ertz. I think it's not only that, but he's playing the worst defense against tight ends. So I think this is the safest pick out there. I was tempted to actually do this before because I felt like it was a great matchup, but it was like, I can't take him over Mark Andrews or Travis Kelsey, but you actually answered that question for me. So um, (laughs) we'll see if it pans out, but that's my team. It'll pan out, man. Kyler Murray's going to go crazy you know what, man? I'll take, I'll take. If he throws it to Zach Ertz, I get a two point net win there, a three point net win.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, a, that's a valid point. Um, hopefully he just finds Marquise Brown more. That's all. Yeah, and
0: uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a little strategy yeah, yeah. on my end. You take away so. the premier tight ends. I'm going to take your quarterbacks tight end to. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, I got to play a little losses here.
1: Yeah, there's, there's always the defense and frenzy, frenzy fantasy, <laughs> fantasy, frenzy. You know what it is. Um, so that's that's it, though. I mean, that's I feel like our rosters this week are going to be pretty solid. Definitely you need a, you do need a kicker far. still. Oh, yeah. I kind of just. Broke <laughs> off my head. I'm, going, I'm going Graham yeah. yeah, solid pick. He's yeah, top, he's, top five. he's all reliable. Points. He's on the board. I'm taking my guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think the Giants are just probably, like, the most, like, set up to get field goal team ever. Like, they have, like, no receivers. <laughs> they, yeah. They, they
0: yeah. If Saquon, if Saquon doesn't it score, time. it's three points for me. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Graham Gnome, here we go.
0: So... so. Uh, Quick recap, I know we, actually I think we forgot to say the rules at the start of the segment, so for those of you who are new fantasy friends that we draft a team each week, and then once a player is used, they cannot be used the following week. So next week, any of the players that we just drafted will not be available, so we'll be in a tight end starvation yet again. Oh Oh, man, I didn't think about that. I just played myself. Well, I mean, you're playing to win though. Um, yeah, so I'm up by roughly 30, 40 points on the year. We're tied one and one on terms of wins losses. But quick recap of our teams: I have Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, risk on Ramondre Stevenson, hook up with Diggs, Cup, Ertz, Mike Evans, McPherson, the Bucks defense. You're rolling with Kyler, CMC, Austin Eckler, Marquise Brown, Tyreek Hill, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey at the flex, Graham Gano, and the LA Rams defense. So should be a solid one this is uh this is getting better as the weeks go on and we start to build the uh, you know start to build our record and whatnot and, and figure out what strategies work this is getting more and more fun uh, in my yeah opinion. i agree I'm starting to
1: take more chances on guys i never thought i'd say but yeah romand you gotta Stephenson. get an edge with these right. you know it's it's not as simple as just picking who you think's you know best overall this year and whatnot
0: We're playing for
1: wins (laughs) at most points at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Um, With that being said, uh, we're going to move on to a coach's hot seat discussion. Okay. I have a list of four guys, um, and they're not ranked in any order. I could put them in order if you'd like, but um, I think think it'd be best if we alternate guys uh, and just kind of discuss maybe a couple of them. But top of my list... I, 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 after the Matt rule firing, uh, I don't think any of these guys are in danger of getting fired before the season ends if that makes sense, um, but maybe after the season. But okay. I have Ron Rivera uh, towards mm. the top of my list. I think that they've been they've been very success- he's been very successful in his tenure in Washington. He seemed to turn things around right like he was making the playoffs with no quarterback. It was like he'd make it with Taylor Heineke, Alex Smith. Like The defense was solid. Everything was going good. Terry McLaurin was breaking out, all this stuff. And it feels like this year they're just like not winning those close games that uh, they would steal in the past. And on top of that, the rest of their division seems to be peaking this year and they're just they're gonna get left in the dust i'm afraid to say it uh they they still might pick out a couple wins Win, i think seven maybe if they can pick them off but they're one and four i think their season's over um and it's sad to say because they've been close at a lot of these games but um this is the best quarterback he's had and this is the most they've struggled
1: yeah that's a fair point and uh just to piggyback off that because I saw some Carson Wentz stats today because honestly I'm not gonna say I was like offended but I was looking at him a little funny when they asked you know what's your problem at
0: the oh, press yeah. conference that and he said I, quarterback that ticked I me off like, too because Wentz like, is right, top bro, five in passing
1: yeah this is this is what I gathered. all right Carson Wentz this season has more completions than Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow and Rogers. He has more passing yards than Jalen Hurts, who's a MVP frontrunner, Aaron Rodgers, and, oh, Stafford, but nobody really cares. And uh, more touchdowns than, again, Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Kyler Murray. That's ridiculous. All, of the, all like, amazing names, like elite guys. Um, and, I
0: listen, I, I just don't think you can look and be like, quarterbacks are a problem.
1: And especially, like, he's been a kind of like a defensive oh,
0: guy and i'm sick of the carson Wentz slander too like I, I i've been actually saying this for years but look at indianapolis yeah
1: they are a worse team this year like, and so that's that's where you
0: got he's ask like questions. what's like an nba analogy for him like he's he's like the ugliest looking like top of the mid-tier quarterback Oh, does that man. make sense? Like, like. No, it does. I, I know what you mean. He's like, uh,
1: it's like Andrew Wiggins, man.
0: Yeah, that's that's he's like pretty a guy solid. Who, like,
1: gets a lot of hate. Everyone thought should have been better because Wiggins at one point had like a twenty-five point per game year in Minnesota. Wentz one at one point almost had an MVP season. So everyone kind of yeah. thinks like this is the player they should be, and if they're not, they're bad. And that's just not true. Like you saw how instrumental Wiggins was this year at the Warriors. You see that like how better the passing offense could You could, you could almost say –
0: you could almost say like to stick with the knee analogy, you could almost say D. Rose because all anybody can... ever says about D. Rose is like Oh, he's a shell of who he used to be. Like, I and mean, he's still he's not as explosive. He
1: had, 50, he had fifty on the Timberwolves. But too. yeah, he's like,
0: completely morphed like his playing style because he's not able to do what he used to do. And now he's like a ten-year vet. When some guys, when they bust their knee like that, they they never play again. So, right. I I, I, think, no,
1: I totally agree with you yeah. that slander is unjustified, and especially coming think- from the head coach, bro.
0: You don't do that. No, yeah, you just can't. I like, saw you can't, um, you can't say. It, what's Derek Carr's brother's name? He was David sounding Carr. off. Like, yeah, he was sounding off about that.
1: I it, especially from a guy who really not he didn't get any support when he
0: was with the Texans either. Like he
1: knows firsthand how
0: that's like. Yeah, I I I have to agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And and behavior like that is why I have him on the hot seat. Like I forgot to say it, but like it, it if you're throwing blame at your quarterback, like, yeah, it's, that's just not a good look. And when, you it's, get it's bad, a, it, when you get bad press, the first guy to go is the head coach. Yep,
1: and especially just on the field, like, I feel like Wentz is backing up his position, you know, on the team. And Ron Vera is not, like yeah, I mentioned before, he's a defensive coach with a defense personnel that just should be better. They've always been that stingy team, and they've really just been losing – Teams that are scoring more points at this point, like Carson Wentz is doing his thing, that offense is kind of keeping them in games
0: with no running game. Yeah, uh, you want to talk about a position of need? Look at
1: yeah, running back
0: or O line. Like
1: yeah, I, you look there and be like, we need to establish a
0: ground game. That's is a Wentz'
1: more answer
0: actually? I'm going to look this up because I think Wentz um, is the most sacked quarterback. I th- I feel like it's between Stafford or Matt Ryan. Uh, Matt Ryan has twenty has been sacked twenty one times. Wentz has twenty.
1: Oh wow! But Matt Ryan is the leader and
0: Stafford is twenty one as well. Okay. Oh, so oh. Wentz is the third okay. most sacked quarterback in the league.
1: Yeah, and granted by one sack. Like it's he's up yeah. there with those guys getting beat up, and he can blame part of that on him because it's been a problem in his career. But like it, that's also telling me his line is not doing him any favors as well. Like it's. Definitely, you can go hand in hand with that, and just the way he's been performing, like you, you just really don't think it's on. Like their passing game is. Well, there's there's people available, so I would honestly probably. I'm not gonna lie, be like, yeah, I watch all the Commanders' games, but I could bet most little sacks are more on the O line's fault, given that they can't establish a ground game either. Like, as weird as this sounds, the Commanders are living and dying by Carson Wentz this season. He's carrying the team, which. No one saw that coming. Van was like, "Oh, he's just gonna keep the ship alive till they draft somebody in his contract. So, Like, he's showing why he can still play this year.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And we can. Uh, uh, um, what? Who's your next guy in the hot seat?
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll pivot on to. That's enough, the, Ron uh,
0: Rivera slander for
1: this. Right. Yeah, he, he got what was coming to him. Um. So I have. Essentially, I got some guys I think are like candidates, and I got uh, potential. Like, if the team is completely set on going a different direction, um, I'll go with just who I think is initially right now. Like, I'm um, hot seat and I think Frank Reich. Honestly, if they don't like, if it's a a bad losing season, I just see how Jim Ursay has been. They got rid of Dungie at a certain point. I feel like a little too early. They got rid of Jim Caldwell, I feel like, a little too early. He was the only one that was able to give the Lions a couple their last winning seasons. Um, I could see him, I because I love Frank Reich as a coach, but I could see him, they made the trade for Matt Ryan and expecting the offense to be, I mean, upper echelon in the league, and it just hasn't been. And so I could see them, you know, canning him and looking to a younger mind, looking around for like a Mike Daniel prospect, you know, Matt Lafleur. It's just an offensive innovator. That's just I think it's more youthful, honestly. I think it's just what it comes down to. Maybe uh, I could Wright, maybe I think see it, his, but – he's had his time. He's been there for like a while. What is this year
0: one- two or year three?
1: Um, I think he's had he's had Rivers, he's had Wentz, he's like he's had a couple different quarterbacks now. And that's all I'm saying. I I think it's more just based on like circumstance of like how high the Colts Expectations were for this season and to just check in another, just kind of below the bar. You know, you're you're kind of stuck in where you can go from here. Um, I think
0: they might. I just that. feel like they've never given him a roster that's like. You'd oh, you could argue dis- that. You'd be Chris disappointed Ballard's- with the results. Yeah. Like, I agree. I, like, I
1: think Chris Ballard's overrated as a GM. But I think that he, they, like, they like Frank Reich has.
0: People. Okay, then if they're going to clean shop, then. I would see it happening, but I don't see them not cleaning, like, just firing
1: Frank Reich. I feel like Frank Reich
0: has overachieved with what he's been given.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, you can, you know, if that's the kind of the view, I mean, you can definitely look at it that way. Um, Especially just the way Matt Ryan's been performing. But again, like some people might question well, is part of that, just him not getting the right play calls. Don't really know. At the end of the day, like I'm not saying that this is—it's we're on the hot seat. It's not like all oh, this guy's out the door because, as you kind of touched on earlier, the Matt Rule is obvious. And honestly, it was it really the names that are coming to mind now. It's like, well, if the rest of the season goes bad, they yeah, could be. like he's if you know they like, finish out the season kind of you know nine and seven and one or whatever, like he'll probably be fine. I'm just saying, like, if the job of Taylor injury keeps up, they start losing some games they shouldn't, Matt Ryan checks in into the bad year, and then they're, you know, like a 6-10-1 ball club or something like that, they might clean house. I, I just think that's just the type of owner Jim Irsay is. And that's, yeah, that's, I don't know. That, that was just something that I thought of today personally might be, like you said, not like, he's got maybe some more time left on the clock because he stacked up some wins compared to some other guys. Um, yeah, I think,
0: that's fair. I well,
1: think you know, that's fair. We'll see. We'll see for
0: sure. So I tried uh, to, I tried to, um, so like we've talked about Cliff Kingsbury and Josh McDaniels. I have them written down, but I feel like we've talked about them in the past couple of weeks. And yeah, i like like, hard
1: seat. for me to think McDaniels gets fired after a year. I no, mean, they'd have, to do do I.
0: Really they'd have to do really bad. But the guy I feel like we haven't given enough uh, slander towards, and this again is predicated on the season going, the tr- like if it doesn't go well. But right. I will say this. I think if the Bengals miss the playoffs, Zach Taylor's gone. Oh, man. And I think he should be. I think he's the only thing. I've, I've stressed this enough. I think he's the only thing holding them back. I saw a chart today that compared Chamar Chase's route uh, diversity compared to justin jefferson's this year okay i can't explain the chart like i can't really explain it other than it
1: like in the like, words yeah but like when, when you look staggering. at
0: it when you look at it justin jefferson is lining up on every side of the ball every side of the field slot outside uh, running every route combination everywhere he could literally go anywhere he could cross he could run a corner he could go deep like he could stay, go shallow all these things then you look at chase and it's like go routes, like 75% of his routes are from the left side on the outside. Like there's no variety. He's never running a crossing route across the whole field. They're only half field routes. And it's just like, why, why is this so bland in the world of McVay, LaFleur, O'Connell in this world, Shanahan, even of creative offenses. Why is this so bland when you have chase, Burrow, Higgins, and Mixon. And and not to mention, like, they're formidable. Hayden Hurst is above average tight end. He's starting to break out, in my opinion. And, and look, I get the O-line problems, but, like, that stuff can be solved by creativity to an extent. It can, yeah. Misdirection and
1: whatnot, you know, getting defense's eyes elsewhere.
0: And I think Uh, that this is starting to gain traction in the media as well. And that's why I'm not surprised. I'm going to go. I'm going to say it and I'm going to mean it. If they miss the playoffs, he will be fired.
1: Oh, and uh, so like, I agree with your points. And I agree that really like offensively, like it, it does seem like Zach Taylor's play calling is definitely the problem. I just, again, I'm trying to envision like how owners act. And with the Bengals situation, they just – probably the best season. They're going to have in a long time. I feel like, you know, unless they, again, do, like, staggeringly, like, they don't win another game, I don't know if they would pull Trig and get Zach Taylor out. I, I just think that would just be so much backlash from – even some of the players, like, all right, like, we just went to the Super Bowl with this dude, and now you're getting rid of him. Like, again, I, just, I don't know how that locker room feels. I, I agree, but I just, but I just think, that he's, I think he's the reason a they're not good. Look. And, yeah, and that's – again, it's something that they're going to have to assess because as much as we can call it, it's – from an owner's perspective, they may even see it be like, all right, but are we going to trust we're going to bring in a guy that's going to do better? And being the Cincinnati Bengals, as a fan, I, I wouldn't trust them to bring somebody <laughs> in that's better. Um, yeah. But, like, I see – It's not that I don't see where you're coming from. Honestly, like if I think we were both GMs. Well, what if they, what if they got Sean Payton? See, that would be, but again, like, is is he really going to come out, you know, to Cincinnati? Maybe for the LSU tie to Joe Burrow, but like. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if I'm Sean Payton
0: and that owner comes to me or that GM comes to me and says, Hey, we want you to be the next coach of the Bengals. (laughs) How do you say no? Look at that roster it'd be it one thing if the if the if the browns came to him right or, or or the the jets or the texans like these historically poverty franchises but like the Bengals are literally the best looking young roster in the league and you can't like you look at it on paper it's the Bengals and the vikings in my opinion and the Bengals already yeah. went to the super bowl and they have the quarterback the vikings don't
1: no that's that's a fair assessment it's just like you know like a- I think the reason Sean Payton retires is just like for just quality of life purposes. I think that's possible. Thanks somewhere warm. I think if he come back to coach, it would be like, you know, the whole deal with like Brady going to Miami and Sean Payton in Miami. Like he's probably just, you know, I'll coach for the right opportunity. And like you mentioned for football related purposes. Yeah. Best opportunity you can get, but it's like, you know, if he's got family and whatnot, are they going to want to go to Cincinnati? I don't know the answer to that. And now, granted, if you think if if he's on the table in like discussions at the end of the year, and even if you make playoffs, I still feel like you fire Zach Taylor. But
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. like you it, think you got Sean Taylor? If you think or... you have Sean Payton, right? Sean Payton. Sorry, t-
1: no. Yeah, Sean Taylor, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, you get Sean Payton. That's that's a big deal. Um, and so that's just something I think like to keep an eye on. Definitely. I I, I, I uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I think then. Did you have. They, uh, they, go ahead. No, yeah, yeah, you can continue. Did you have anybody else on your hot seat list? Yeah, I have one more guy I think we should really
1: talk about. Okay. And I don't think enough people are talking about it. Um, the Seahawks right now look all right. But again, like I kind of mentioned with the Colts, they're probably looking to draft a young quarterback this year. Uh, they're probably not going to finish very high. I would again, unless they pull off like a mini kind of playoff run, they, they sort of see expectations. I, I disagree. Just, I just think Pete Carroll is old. I think there was a certain point, whether it's on him or just the team. I like, think he just had I, ways.
0: I agree with everything you're saying. I just think that it would be Pete Carroll retiring and not being fired. And, and that's
1: why they might approach him and be like, "Hey, it's, it's time to go. We want to bring some new blood in here." And be like, "All right." I just think going- he has
0: a lifetime contract. With well, like, he pulled <laughs> Seattle out of like decades of poverty to go to two back-to-back Super Bowls. Should have won two in a row. And like, I, I just think that he developed Russell Wilson into an incredible quarterback. Right? He's a third-round pick. I, I honestly think that if I were drafting another young quarterback, I, I'd want him around. Players like him. They've been successful. They're finding mediocre success with a bad roster. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna have to push back on that a little bit. I, I think he's got a lifetime contract. I, I agree. He's old, and he says he wants to retire. Like I could see that happening any year now. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't see him getting fired.
1: Huh. I mean, that's that's fair. I mean, I, I see. I do see where you're coming from, but then I guess my question is like, how much weight do you put in the like Super Bowl appearances, and whatnot? Because we're talking on that aspect, like, Zach Taylor, we have to – it was there last year. Uh, like, it's, I think I, it's like, a – I think I agree, I would, I agree I just, with you agree In my eyes, like. like, I understand what you're saying on both guys. I just think in my eyes, like, the likelihood of them both getting fired is kind of, like, equal in the sense that, like, it really depends on, like, team direction and,
0: like – Yeah, it, but overall, there's a difference with, here with – placements. With, with tenure – so, like, when you talk about, like, and we said this, like, this is why Mike Tomlin is never on these lists, right? Like, arguably, he actually oh, God, should be at this no. point, right? Yeah, you know he's a good coach. You but, like, he, the Steelers aren't going to fire him because that's just how the Steelers operate, right? Like, there's there's way more turnover in Cincinnati than there is in Seattle, and that's why I say this.
1: Oh, yeah, no, that is a fair point. So, I guess, yeah, it really just depends. I mean, because, yeah, I guess it really depends how high you hold regards in Pete Carroll's coach, too.
0: I mean, that's, yeah. And I, the players it, 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 like Pete some, Carroll too. Like we all yeah, know the players yeah. love B. Carroll. I'm kind of in the middle on Zach Taylor. I don't know where they feel, how they feel. I wouldn't be shocked if there's some animosity, like, eh, this guy's really like, like if I'm Jamar Chase, I'm like, oh, Justin's up in Minnesota running all these routes, getting all these things. Like, why am I not getting that treatment? Yeah.
1: That's a very, yeah, that's a very fair argument. So I, but, yeah, but, ultimately like, it's, it's all speculation. locker rooms. Yeah. No, and that's – honestly, I'm glad we got the names out there because the more I really pant, like, pondered it today, I was like there's not a whole lot of guys that are like – they're going to get like fired. Like we kind of can almost see the the right hand on the wall. Rule, it felt like it was the only one. I think yeah. ultimately the only like one-year like hits that might be canned is the Texans if they want to go in a different direction just because they're the Texans. No. But like again, yeah, I feel like, like – well, I the, feel like this so – them true, being
0: them being bad was expected.
1: Yeah, it's and it's hard to blame that on him. Yeah, hack Do we think maybe if he's oh, so that's, bad,
0: that's another one. Uh, I would say I, I, I would say like he needs to be, like I, if they're going to get any better, I think he needs to be. But I'm not, yeah. I'm not like pressing the, fi- the red button quite yet. But my hands in the air, like I've started the started the movement. Right, the avalanche kind of. I just to don't continue. think he's a good like head coach. I think he's a better offensive coordinator. Like, I just don't think yeah, he I think, has the ability um, to lead to lead a team effectively. Yeah, I, no, I just, no, that's
1: a, that's a fair – some guys are better off. Just like – you see, like, Adam Gase, like, just sticking to, like
0: – Play calling. Doing X's and, and O's, yeah. Some, some guys' personalities are – What's your – I'd be interested and to so hear your thoughts on Dan Campbell.
1: I was going to bring him up. I, I think he's actually kind of on the other side of, like, Well, one, the the defense has never been his thing. He's got a bunch of defensive. Calvin Shepard, Aaron Glenn, like, former defensive players running that. He's been the offensive guy, and their offense has not had his problems until Bill Belichick. Um, And personally, I think he's the opposite of Hackett, where, like, his personality, like, the players love to play for him. Like, he's, again, making the Lions. Like, I know the wins aren't there, but with the roster they have, they should be the Texans, like – like I, think, I, I
0: think I agree. I think, though, if next year is another four-win season, is oh, that's yeah. what it's looking like it is this year. I think year three is like,
1: three. Right, we play.
0: need to see results.
1: Yeah, he will enter next season on the hot seat kind of just by default, I would agree. Um, and honestly, because it's Detroit, who knows? Maybe they get so bad and like they're like, oh, we're going to get a new quarterback. We're going to kind of mix it with Goff. Campbell, you're out when we go, you go off another guy. That would suck because I think they're making the wrong decision. But then again, when does Detroit make the right ones?
0: So, well, but then you know, I, I actually I do pose the question like, when do like wins start to matter more than culture?
1: And that's, I think, the biggest argument against him is like, you turn another three or four in season after the season. That's really, they're going to, like, he's going to be on a clock.
0: But, but like, but like, to be fair, I, like devil's advocate against myself, like a, a seven win season would, in my opinion, be like overachieving for them this year. Definitely. And I would have said that in the preseason, like looking yep. at their defensive roster, like
1: it, it just can't be like bottom of the barrel, you know, worst of the worst team, like worse to the NFC. No, like moral league. win they is like top five tough. offense.
0: Like that's, that's what they need, what he needs to keep his job.
1: Definitely, definitely, and you know, we've seen we've seen uh, flashes of it, if you will. So, yeah, hopefully for his own sake, and honestly mine, because I love seeing the guy and feel. And just deems a coach is, you know, yeah, he's an entertaining personality. Hope he keeps his job, but uh, we're gonna have a little bit more speculation because again, that's what Wednesdays are for. It's our predictions, it's our analysis, feedback, whatever you call it. Some trades because I know the deadline's approaching. Deadline's approaching. It's approaching. Um, what is what's a trade you would love we'll just do one of each
0: that we really would love to see I only wrote again, down I, I only wrote down uh, two and one of right. well, the third one I wrote down was like Panthers go full rebuild and like dish out everybody and just yeah. Because honestly I feel like we're we're looking is like who's gonna
1: unload right now and it's very clear that like Panthers are gonna wanna do that. And so I do have another people right now.
0: Um I do have another one that's unrelated to the Panthers. So I have I'm sure you wrote this down too. I heard that the the rumor mill uh the Bills are inquiring about Christian McCaffrey. Oh yeah. What is your I, I actually I don't know if I like the fit. Really? Can you elaborate more?
1: Cuz I I think that's honestly a from Devin
0: Singletary to
1: McCaffrey oh, it's definitely nuts. an
0: upgrade. It's definitely an upgrade, but McCaffrey has the bigger contract, and I don't know how they manage that going forward. Um, I, I just, I think it would be awesome to watch McCaffrey. Obviously, would excel in the pass game, but they don't utilize a running back, and I feel like like the reason Devin Singletary struggles is just because they don't let him run the ball. Like, it's not because he's a poor running back. Like, it's just like, sure. oh, we're going to throw the ball 75% of the time. And it's like, okay, well, like, you're going to go bring in a $40 million running back? Like, if you're not going to use him, why are you paying him? So it has to be a fundamental change in philosophy, in my opinion. Like, the move to get Christian McCaffrey from the Bills would be like, yeah, we're trying to change our strategy a little bit and get down to, like, 60-40 run pass or pass run. So that when it's we're playing home games in January in the snow in Buffalo, we can run the ball.
1: Yeah, that might be the the play, though, because I mean, let's uh, just bear with me for this aspect. if we're looking at, you know, a team that is super pass heavy, what would be like? The guy you want catching the ball out of your backfield, but they don't you know, throw so,
0: it to Singletary.
1: Like I don't like like I just think that well, it's he's like, five seven. I mean, Singletary's been just kind of like an in between little you know power back guy. Uh, I've seen them kind of utilize James Cook a bit more. I'll say in this. that role, but Do you that, want me? I'll
0: five, say it like this to to appease you. Uh, if they fundamentally change, like obviously you get a guy like Christian McCaffrey, they're going to try and give him the ball. But if they are committed to changing their tendencies committed to changing their philosophy between, between when it comes to using running backs, whether it be in the red zone, running the ball, or even running back, uh, throwing the running back the ball 10 times a game, uh, then yeah, I think it could be a great fit. We could talk about salary cap issues, but if it was a, what like, we're in a win now mode, uh, Von Miller to the Rams-esque sort of move, yeah, I think it could win them a Super Bowl. But long term, I don't know if I like
1: it. That's uh, yeah, honestly a very fair take on it. It's kind of like, you know, like if they make trade for them to get Super Bowl this year, is it worth it that it may not be the best fit going forward? That and what are they giving to up too? Like we
0: haven't asked that. Like I'm assuming you'd be picks, but it's like
1: probably the rest of your picks. Yeah, and uh,
0: yeah, I I really don't even know. What I just I'm just not a fan. Tr- like I'll say this too, um. I don't like trading for running backs. I, I I know he's only 26, but he's got an injury history. Uh, he's got a big contract. And running backs over the age of 28, over the age of 27, how valuable are they? They're pretty replaceable after that point in their career, in my opinion. So. Yeah.
1: No, that's – and honestly, probably the best, like, long-term outlook – I think, like ultimately, this is a great short-term trade, but it'll have a lot more question marks. You know, the more time passes. Yeah. Um, so, but, yeah, I, I see what you're saying with that. Um, I, I do have another Panthers trade to just kind of touch on, okay? Because it intrigues me a lot. The Packers have never drafted a first-round receiver. Why don't we just trade a first round pick for one and get DJ Moore? Uh, I think that drastically. I
0: just don't helps see. I, from a Packers perspective, I love it. I don't know if I see the incentive from the Panthers to give up a 25 year old wide receiver 1.5. Yeah, I mean, for them, there's. Unless they're like, unless they just say like, oh, we're going to full, like just clean house. Like to me, like the guys, the Panthers should keep if they're going to do that is probably DJ Moore. I would probably trade McCaffrey because you can get a lot for him and how much life does he have? have?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I would keep uh, Burns and Jeremy Chin. And that's probably it. If the Panthers yeah. go full like clean house rebuild, uh, but DJ Moore's so young, man. Like he's talented, he's solid. Uh, yeah, I'm really a he fan. As frustrated. a Packers fan, I love that. I yeah. love that. But uh, Panthers incentive, I, I don't know if I see it honestly.
1: No, that's a fair point. I mean, it's yeah, you get your your, your pick back. Well, eight and uh, no, another pick back. I mean. It really, I guess, would depend, I guess, just how D.J. Moore is feeling, I feel like. You know, like, is he willing to re-sign with them long-term if they don't get a quarterback situation figured out? Or is he going to be like, yeah, can you guys get me out of here? Along with McCaffrey and whatnot. And just yeah. kind of, you know, because there was no incentive technically for the Titans to trade A.J. Brown. You yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes these things just happen. Yeah, but mid-season. Yeah, hasn't happened. But what happened? I mean, yeah, I'm just spitballing.
0: You know what I mean? This is hypothetical. Yeah, we're yeah. going
1: to say all this, and like it's going to come around deadline, and there's gonna be, like no. You know what will...
0: I? You know what I think is more realistic, and this is my other one. It's actually not. Yeah, a free, it's a free agent pickup. Oh. I think I think Odell Beckham signs with the Packers. Yeah, that's
1: I've seen the odds and Vegas on that. Um I really I hope I, so. I genuinely
0: like I, I'm as I don't know if he's fully healthy yet um, I don't know if I care though because we saw
1: what he did when he came in with the Rams yeah like, he immediately got to next so him, here's like, what I'll say like
0: what what team for Odell Beckham a spot like there's no way he's not going to sign with anybody as long as he's healthy so maybe he's not healthy yet and that's why he hasn't signed with anybody after his performance in the playoffs last year like he was a he earned himself a contract. Now he tore his ACL, so I understand the hesitation. But what incentive did the Packers not ha- like have to not sign him to a veteran minimum deal for one year and yep. see if he can help out that piss poor wide receiver room, or at the very least, like come in and mentor the very young wide receiver room?
1: Right now, I'm 100 with you on that. Like, there is no like. No one. There is going to be no backlash, even if he comes in and stinks. It's like this is clearly the the weak spot is Rodgers not having trust in the receivers right now, and they're and, best buddies, right? Like you're fixing that by just having Cobb and Odell. Like those are guys he will not hesitate to throw to. And right now, I feel like the only guy he just won't hesitate to throw to is Cobb. But like, I'm sorry, Randall Cobb's not. A I think I,
0: a Lazard's on that list too.
1: Lazard's on the list, but even like last week, he had some very bad just like drops and just like, honestly, I just, I guess as a Packer fan, I had a higher expectation for a guy that's six five and can move. Like, I just, I thought he could be utilized better. And quite frankly, I've been kind of disappointed with his lack of production so far this year. Again, my standard's probably a lot higher for him than others, but I don't know. I, I really thought he was going to take a leap in like that receiver one spot. And it honestly, has been Randall Cobb, which... At like thirty four years old, I'm sorry, just can't cut it. (laughs) It just can't. As great as he was last week, I I still we do need another option, and Odell would be a perfect fit.
0: I I I I just like like as a NFL fan, a Packers fan, like I I just want to see Odell go somewhere Um, because I think he's he earned it last year despite hurting his knee. And I just I, you look around the league, I don't know if there's a better fit. Unless he goes back to the Rams, but like they would have re-signed him. You yeah. know? Like there's not that many other, like, desperately struggling wide receiver rooms in the league comparative to the Packers who are like trying to contend with their roster. Yes, no, that's a very valid point. Like he's not gonna go like like a bad receiver. He's not gonna go to the Patriots because he's like they're not, they're not, they don't have no reason to sign an aging vet, veteran wide receiver because they're in a rebuilding phase, right? Like they're looking for youth. The Packers, if they're going to, unless they're going to enter a rebuild, a soft rebuild or something, like they do have the incentive to go get somebody like this who can contribute now. So I digress. I do have a question for mm-hmm. you, though. I have a question for you, though. We're starting uh, to see some, and this is maybe, I don't think it would happen this year. But we're starting to see some discontent from Devontae Adams already in Vegas. He's shoving receivers, or shoving reporters. He's mad. They're losing. He doesn't like losing. Is this divorce uh, already in the making?
1: it be kind of funny if it was. <laughs> I just, uh, I think it probably took a lot for him to make the commitment to go to the Vegas. And, and honestly if it goes you know really like tr- disastrously bad the rest of the season maybe but like honestly being the competitor he is you know team is one and four i'm not really shocked by his actions like i could see him being this frustrated and i don't think he's just gonna jump ship i don't know if he's that type of guy
0: but hey if he does, split up. We'll, we'll gladly take him back. No, we <laughs> won't. No, yeah. I don't. I disagree. He's, I disagree. He was always
1: good with Aaron.
0: No, yeah. he would. You know what? What happened there is like it'd be like a Randy Moss New England situation. Like he'd be down. He'd be terrible in Oakland for two years or something. People are gonna be like, "Oh, is he still good?" And he's gonna be like just into his thirties, and he's gonna go somewhere and blow up for yeah, like a really cheap. I can see that for sure. But that's all I got for potential uh, acquisitions across the uh, across the league.
1: Yeah, no. As it gets closer to deadline, maybe some more names will emerge. But it's kind of a short list this year in terms of like you know clear cut, I guess, targets and candidates yeah. and whatnot. Guys are yeah. really intent. Um, but with that being said, I think we'll look ahead to Week Six because we still got some predictions to get to the fun um, part.
0: The fun, fun. although you know, you know, I I will. Last Sunday was pretty fun. Um, Yeah. Recap: We both went. uh, I went eleven and five. You went nine and seven. It's a good week. It was a good good week. week. It was a good week for the both of us. Um, We both missed on the Packers too, so that could have been one more. But uh, uh, the the record set at uh, eleven. Wins in one week is going to be tough to beat. Now that there are uh, two less games every week, so you'd have to go eleven and three to tie. Which until is until the buys
1: are uh, up. Which you know, yeah. yeah. There, there's going to be a, like at the end of the season. There, there's me a window where we might get close to that number. Yeah, but it's. Going I to do stay. have.
0: I, di- I <laughs> did gather some more uh, some some fun statistics because who doesn't love ESPN stats, right? Uh, right. Regarding our picks. So far through five weeks, interestingly enough, every Thursday night football game we've both picked a different team. I am three and two, and you are two and three, three. Interesting. on every Thursday night football game. And in prime time total, including Thursday, Sunday, and Monday night, you are ten and six, and I am seven and nine. Oh wow! See, so you're pulling a little Kirk Cousins there. Yeah, no, Kirk Cousins would be like four wins and you know, yeah, I mean twelve yeah. losses, but. Uh, or one in 11 or something, you know. But, dump. uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just wanted to do a little, little dive on the statistics. I've gotten two Thursday nights in a row correct. Um, so that seems you to gonna be make a it one three. Prime you know what? Well, jump right in. I'm taking the commanders.
1: Oh, man. I didn't think you would, but yeah. I, uh, yeah.
0: I, I, I see it. No, please. Yeah. Sorry. I can see me? Uh, I don't have much else to say. I, I think that uh, I've I the commander's offense is too, it's more explosive. Uh, the bears offense is uh, terrible. I think the pass rush chase young gets home assuming he's healthy. And um, yeah, I, the commanders have played better teams tough despite having a worse record than the bears. Uh, the, the bears just like, like they'd have, they'd be one in four if it weren't for a slot fest against the Niners. So yeah. I mean, the commanders were a play away from beating the Titans last week, right? Like, that's you know. true. Yeah. Wentz
1: had a brutal, yeah, pick there.
0: But, um,
1: yeah, I'm just going to piggyback on your two game streak oh, here. This,
0: this, the streak ends of picking oh, different people. Yeah
1: I, yeah, I know. But, I mean, as a Packers fan, it's tough picking the Bears. And even though the commanders are they're underdogs, they're one point dogs. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm. It's, it's literally just because um they're oh, I'm sorry, no, they're favored. They're favored by one. I messed that up. Oh Oops. that's still yeah, a solid why, line. I would say I think the reason that's still like a solid, like close line is just because the Bears aren't home and it's Thursday night football. But uh yeah. I'm gonna roll with the favorites and the commanders and expect Carson wants to do his thing. You know, kind of hopefully this opens the eyes of some people on national stage here.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that's 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 there.
1: Yeah, and just to pick, I also just kind of want to get out of the way, and unless you're going to shock me, is the Jets are going into Lambeau at noon on Sunday. This – we have to win this game, right? Like there's – uh,
0: uh, <laughs> Uh, I like the
1: line. I like that we're seven and a half favorites. I, I, mean, I might have Jets on that because it might be closer.
0: But I, I, uh, it's. I'll take the Packers. Yeah, I, I just wanted. There's no way
1: you're taking the Jets on. The I board. want. I Come want. It,
0: I want it to be known that I, I genuinely consider taking picking against the Packers. yet. Yeah. just because. I want to be but I, I'll say this: this was the game. I was one week off, okay? So, like, I was like, oh, Packers roll against the Giants, and then maybe they lose to the Jets. And I think it's the opposite now. It better be. Like, I think the Packers just had a gut check loss to a team they know they were better than. And now Rodgers is going to be pissed, and they're going to come out. And now, tr- trust too, like, the Packers are historically awful uh, in any time zone except central time zone. So, um and wow, now that I'm we're actually before. we're actually at Lambo. so I think I, I think Packers is the smart play here. As tempting as another Packers loss, a pick would be. I just don't see it happening.
1: Yeah, I, I ain't picking that. No way. Honestly, if they was the Jets side, showing up on the pod is going to be tough on Sunday. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be so lifeless and just not even sure what to do if they lose to the Giants and Jets in back-to-back weeks. I'm, oh, I'm a season.
0: It'd be later. I'm going to be
1: distressed. Yeah, like it's that's a terrible just
0: never happened. Look. At that point, tank and I'm, go get that kid from Ohio State, the receiver. Oh, we'll, we'll never we'll, 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 we'll never draft a freaking receiver in the first round, so. Yeah, I wish we would. All right, all right, all right. We're getting on, we're off topic here. Ravens Ravens at the New York Giants. What do you think? Uh,
1: I mean, I know the Giants are 4-1. and I'm still not sold on that team. And, <laughs> and just seeing what the Ravens did to the Bengals, um, I, I just think ultimately they're going to shut down the Ravens or, um, excuse me, the Giants run game a lot better than the Packers. And I'm just going to roll with that. I, I could see the Giants keeping it competitive there at home, but I don't feel comfortable choosing against the Ravens. They've been sneaky good this year.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of fun games to pick this week that I think are like good teams playing that are toss ups. Uh, this is this one to me is like the Ravens. If the Ravens are who I think they are, and the Giants who are who I think they are, uh, they win this game. Like I just think like the Giants are really good at running the football, and the Packers are mediocre at defending it, and the Ravens are really good at defending it. Yeah, it's a valid point. Yeah.
1: Um. So I think we'll just roll with the Ravens here. So we we got what all three so far were the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But any diversity? I have a
0: feeling some diversity is uh, is a coming. But go ahead. Oh yeah, it's on the
1: horizon. Um. I, I don't know if it's going to be here, though, with the 49ers and Falcons.
0: I it really is in Atlanta. Well, uh, you know what, though? You, you're, the, you're the Falcons guy here, so.
1: I don't like him against the Niners. Okay. I don't okay. like him. Okay. I don't like
0: it at all. All right. I'll see him. I, I, on I from honestly,
1: there. The, the Niners being 3-2 and two is, again, like, it, it does not, you know, it doesn't show how good they really are. And I, yeah, I don't I just don't trust the Falcons' offense to really do anything? I yeah, mean, you say that, that,
0: but they were pretty solid against the Falcons last week. week.
1: You know, we'll probably keep it close. And uh,
0: I just know
1: I, you're. I know what you want me to do. I know you want me to roll <laughs> and you know, fly Falcons, fly. But I'm going with the Niners. I'm not all trying.
0: right, all right. I I am also taking the 49ers here. That's no. Yeah. No There's fear. no secret. No, um, no surprises there. Joe Burrow,
1: homecoming, going into New Orleans, down in Louisiana, Baton Rouge. Um, I think he rolls. I'm not
0: confident. I have it's this one as
1: uh, a toss-up. I'm going to go with the Bengals, but I'm not in love with it.
0: I um... – you know, there's a there's a temptation here to to just go different, to be different, but the Saints are not the Ravens, okay? Red
1: Rifle Revenge game?
0: No, shut up, no. <laughs> the Bengals defense has been actually a little bit better than I expected, maybe, and Red not rice. to not to. Sc- you're not getting me to this. I'm taking the bangles. Okay. But I'm explaining. <laughs> I think the bangles are like, if they get to two and four, it's like, holy crap. And I think they know that, especially if they lose to a Saints team that's starting Andy Dalton. Yeah, and so for that agree. reason, I, I'm taking the bangles. Um, the, you know, the Saints can have explosive games against the Seahawks all they want, but there's a large difference between those two teams. So I, I I'm gonna roll with the Bengals. I'm not I, I'm sixty percent confident though. Let that be known. No, that's that's a fair point. Five for five though.
1: Yeah, wow, well, we, we really are
0: and honestly. I think I got one. People- I think I got one that'll get you to pick a different team than me.
1: Okay, yeah, because I was looking at Buccaneers Steelers and like no, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, you know what? We can do on that one Buccaneers. first. We're both
0: taking the Buccaneers, right? And
1: I don't think I have much else to say other than yeah, be
0: picked. Uh, yeah. Buccaneers should roll. But yeah, I hit have,
1: me with the uh yeah. wild card one here.
0: Jacksonville is going to Indianapolis. I'm taking Indianapolis. And I know you Jacksonville's think I was- I I know Jacksonville's coming off the loss to the Texans, but I didn't know where you were going to be at because you know is Jacksonville still a good team? They blew out the Colts, not four weeks ago. You know it was not close.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I I just that Jag that Texans Jags thing bothers me. I also don't know if the Jags are capable of sweeping a team like the Colts. And like, again, yeah, I kind of have for to di- take the Colts. Just you do, there. you do, and I guess for diversity's sake, it would be better if I took the Jags. But like, I'm not like I'm I'm genuine with my picks. I don't I don't even think like they're gonna be the upset of the week. I, I just I don't really see it. Um, All right. I don't like it, man. I'm sorry. I just I don't. Seven I don't for seven. I, yeah. you know i I'm
0: tempted to go switch mine, but if it weren't my Super Bowl pick, I would uh, – look, we're riding, man. This is We're going to get a division win. We're going to be riding it. Uh, we're, we're just going to grind another win out, man. We're going to grind them yeah. out. We're going to get into the playoffs, and we're going to keep grinding them out all the way to the Super Bowl. So, Yeah, yeah one can hope. You know, um, Kansas- I'm not scared <laughs> of Kansas City. Why do I need yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: well we'll see. I, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> I've seen quite a different team from week to week, but ultimately I'm just rolling. They they were so bad on offense last week. Like I just I don't see them having a repeat, especially at
0: home with Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, right, I really all like right, that. Um all but. Right. Patriots in Cleveland. I, you know what? I don't
1: know if I even care who's playing quarterback. I think the Patriots are starting to get better week to week. I know they got to go on the road. I know the Browns, honestly, are a pretty – they're not really a two-and-three team, but, you know, the Patriots. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm taking – technically, you know, three-point
0: underdogs. I'm going with the Patriots. <sighs> crazy happy about it. You got me struggling. I really want to – I had the Patriots and I didn't think you were going to take them. Uh, um, You know what? I'll take the bait. I'm going to take the Browns. Um, I'm going to take the Browns. I think it's a toss-up game. I think the Browns' run defense is better credit than we give it for. And um, while the Patriots have been playing good with Bailey Zappi, I think that the Browns can just give the ball to Nick Chubb and roll. A little bit here, because uh, because because um, I just don't see Brissette and the Browns' offense getting shut down like the Lions did. Like like I know the Lions were the top offense, and that doesn't make much sense. But like, I think that the Browns have a better run game and run offense that they can lean on if they start to struggle. Especially because the yeah, Lions didn't have good. DeAndre Swift in that game. So they didn't have yeah. the most dynamic playmaker, and it looked like Amon Ra was on a snap count. So I, I like the, I like both teams here, but uh, in the sake of diversity, I will take the Browns. For sure.
1: No, I can always respect that. Um, I think this one, we might have some diversity, though. It's uh, their last noon game on our slate. The Vikings are going into Miami. What are your thoughts on this one?
0: I think that ah, man, you're making me go first. Um, I, I, I even if Tua plays, even if he plays, I think there's some rust. I know the Viking secondary is sketch. I know it's sketch, and this feels like a dumb pick because their receivers are so good. Uh, not according to Vegas. Man, are, the, I, is, are the Vikings
1: was- favored? The Vikings are favored and Tua is listed as out with I believe oh. Water is still
0: questionable. Um I'm taking Minnesota. I think I've made that clear. I, I think that they're like I like I said on Sunday, anything short of a division one is a disappointment here for Minnesota. And to go to an AFC contender and uh, win would be solid. Yeah.
1: And uh, listen. I think this is gonna be one of my upsets of the week. I don't care if it's Teddy Two Glove or Skylar Thompson. I think Dolphins get it done. Not wow. really sure why. Again, I just think Miami or not Miami, Minnesota is due for a loss. Just that's the Kirk Cousins cycle. I really don't think this team is good enough to get to five and one. And I really, yeah, I think I'm just hoping that they Got have. It. To
0: yeah, uh, but you're forgetting something though. This game is being played at noon.
1: Yeah, I know. It's kind of where Kirk Cousins thrives. But even then, like they've had some suspect games against, you know, like the Lions. And I I guess again, I'm just like, as much as I should probably be more sold on the Vikings, I just I think Dolphins are a better team. Definitely if they had Tua. I just think this is an easier selection. But I still just I just got a feeling, you know, and I took Tyreek for the fantasy. I I just got a feeling. And uh, I got a feeling about one of these primetime games coming up as well, but going to go with the dump. Oh, oh,
0: God. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, Panthers at Rams. What do you think? I uh,
1: got the Rams defense, and they're the heaviest favorites out of
0: Vegas this week. So, Are you serious? Yeah, they're favorite by 10. Dude, the Rams are terrible. Um, I would take the Bob Panthers here. to cover yeah. that I would take that to cover the spread I take the Panthers but yeah um, the win I just don't think that yeah I, I don't think the Panthers have the fi- offensive firepower to score any points against the Rams no if the if Rams lose there. this one oh boy. Oh, boy. I don't even want to go.
1: They there. might be on my no-pick list for a while. That's all <laughs> They were close with that Falcons game, and if this is it, yeah, they're they're going to be in the doghouse for a bit. That's for sure. Um, this is interesting just because where it's played, the Cardinals are going into Seattle. I still have to roll with the Cardinals just due for fantasy aspects and just Again, I I think I just uh, – it's so weird for me to, like, just have confidence in, like, a Geno Smith-led Seahawks offense. Like, that's just – I, I see why people pick them, you know, and they've kind of proven people wrong a bit so far this year, but I got to go with the Cardinals. I got to
0: take them. <laughs> oh, man. I got to ride with the 12th man, man. I knew you were gonna tee this. I knew you were wrong, Gino. I knew it. <laughs> Dude, I gotta do it. It's at home. It's a division game. The Cardinals don't look good. It's too it's too good to be true. Like I it's it, it's it's too right for the picking, man. I gotta take it. I'm uh. riding with Gino and I'm not writing anyone back. I'm I'm just taking the hey. Seahawks. Cod beta is not that pass, but the release date's creeping up. It's creeping up. I respect that. I do. It's my upset pick of the week. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah, and
1: I'll, I'm gonna hate it if the Cardinals blow this. Because if it was I, in Arizona,
0: like, it's a different discussion. But Gino, right. you, I saw the, it was the clips of the throws in the Saints game. It's like yeah, exactly dropping it to Tyler Lockett in between like five guys. Yeah. It's oh man, I I. No, he looks way better. Than I'm riding with ever- the Seahawks, and I had the Seahawks written down before you even picked the Cardinals. It's not like I switched my pick just to be different. No, it no, didn't yeah, matter. What- this was my upset. This was my, like, circle. Like, I'm getting, I'm riding with Seattle. Yeah,
1: no, that's hey. Res- game, respect game. Uh, we got the final and definitely the most intriguing afternoon matchup. Kind of surprised this one's
0: not on primetime, honestly. Yeah.
1: But the Bills why are going watching, why are we watching
0: the Broncos then? on Monday night, and not this.
1: Oh yeah, I schedule makers got some explaining to do. But uh, I'm on with the Chiefs. I got them in the Super Bowl. I understand the Bills just looking so good as a team this year. Some people are being inclined to pick them, but Chiefs at home and just. I just I, I don't pick on them right now. They're they're kind of okay. Like, I'm gonna bet them every week, probably. All right,
0: all right. I'm gonna do this again. I'm gonna do this again. I have had the bills written down for a while, and here's why: Circle in the wagons. <laughs> here's why: the bills. This they have to win this game, okay? Because the reason they keep losing to the Chiefs is because they keep having to go to Arrowhead in January. And so they know how much this game matters when it comes to home field in the playoffs. Mm. The Bills are the best offense in the league. They are arguably the best team in the league. They just beat a team 38-3. to 3. That's like a high school score. You don't see that in the NFL. No matter how bad teams are, you don't see that. Okay, I think it's just like the it's a tough pick taking them going into Arrowhead, but I gotta do it. I gotta say it's gonna be a shootout, and I'm, in, in a shootout, I'm taking Josh Allen.
1: Respect, respect, and you know, because
0: Tyreek uh, and Tyreek being gone in a game like this is where we might start to see the absence a little bit.
1: We might. We very well might. And I'm banking that we don't. Um, but <laughs> ultimately, I yeah, is how you feel about Josh Allen is kind of ultimately how I feel about Mahomes. And well, I feel the same out. way
0: about Mahomes. Like this, to me, yeah, this yeah. is like I'm picking a side when I wouldn't be surprised if I lost.
1: Oh yeah, this is this is gonna be probably the closest game of the week. I mean, very excited for this matchup. Um, not. Not gonna be uh too happy about this Sunday primetime game.
0: Um, I think it's a good Sunday night game. i not
1: like I think it's good, but ultimately, like, is the Cowboys are four and one? I, hey, you're I, playing I, a
0: five and zero oh against four and one, right. and you're complaining?
1: I just don't think they're gonna do a whole lot in Philly. I, I think it could be we we might don't see, make me like, take the Cowboys. Hey, if you want to take Cowboys, you can. I'm just saying, I saw what the Eagles did to the Vikings, who have a lot more weapons, and uh, I would say a lot more. But they have a more stable offense, that's for sure. And again, I mean, this is a Cooper Rush breakout game, but he was definitely an ultimate game manager mode last week against the Rams. And so I just I really like Philly here. I, I think they continue to stay undefeated. I I know I've been kind of picking on them to get a. Lost, but I don't think this is it. I'm really tempted to do something stupid here. Well, I'm definitely uh, going to stupid on our last pick. I'm just like, you know, ahead
0: of time. <laughs> okay, that might change my thought process here for Sunday night. Um, okay, so here's where I'm at. I have the Eagles written down. But it wasn't a surefire, like I had like a question mark, okay? Because the the... the The Cowboys' defense is legit, dude. Like, it's legit. I don't know if the Eagles have played a defense like that yet. They've kind of had a cupcake schedule. Mmm. And you know what? I Cowboys, the Eagles, Cardinals' defense, okay. I'll go back another week. Um, Where are they at here? The Jaguars' defense is middle tier. Commanders are bad. Um, And then week two, they played the Vikings defense, which is bad. And week one, they played the Lions defense, which is horrible. You know what? I talked myself Mm -hmm. into this. I talked myself into this. I'm taking the Cowboys. In, (laughs) In my mind, it's two undefeated teams because Cooper Rush is undefeated. And so are the Eagles. And it's an NFC, its a division game, and that's what gives me the confidence. to Be like, oh yeah, like the Cowboys could just pull some some garbage and get this one. Like it—it's—it's a it's division game, and it's an NFC it's division game. So who knows, right? Like who—who—that's who true. Knows. So yeah. I'm 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 confident in this upset. I, I'm not as confident as the Seahawks pick, but I'll take the Cowboys for, to spice things up a little bit. Fair enough. Fair so, I uh, I I'll move on to, and I'll say I'm taking the Chargers. No hesitancy, eh? not a single hesitancy. No.
1: So I uh, uh, think I'm gonna cook me up a bowl of some garbage ramen and uh, with no water, and hope that oh uh, my God. defense does the rest Shh. because. uh, I just think at two and four the media is just gonna get really loud. I feel like this is it being like in San Diego doesn't hurt San Diego that shows you how much their home field matters. The Los Angeles Chargers again like doesn't really matter that they're. I just uh, and again. This is one of those things, like, I, I think by giving Russ and his cooking way too long of a leash, considering it's week six, <laughs> and every week has been uninspiring, but if this is not, if I don't see signs of life this week, I ain't betting them again. I'm, past. But, yeah, I'm I, at that point yeah, already. Uh, so. Yeah, I know you're, you're at, and honestly, I probably should be, but... I'm just hoping that it's a weird game for the Chargers. They have a tendency to just kind of stay at 500 all year. I don't know why, no matter how good they look. And the Jaguars game is kind of just a big example
0: of that. Um, so,
1: yeah, I'm just going to go with the Broncos and
0: hope for the best. But, oh, that pick might burn me. Yeah, I think it will. I'm, I'm still sticking with the Chargers. Um, I, I refuse to eat ramen for, um, for dinner every night. So, yeah. <laughs> taking taking the Chargers here um I respect it but I I actually this is an upset pick I I I might not respect because I actually don't see this happening ever I could I might eat these words but (laughs) I'm just (laughs) in shock wow (laughs) wow much of
1: garbage and slander throwing the Broncos. Not saying really slander; it's just the facts how bad the Broncos have been. Uh,
0: so we started. I, yeah, we started on the same page. Our last four picks are all different teams.
1: Oh yeah, it got crazy real quick, <laughs> <laughs> real,
0: real and real then Bronze and Patriots too. So that's five out of fourteen different differences. Oh, and the Dolphins. Too. That's six. Oh boy.
1: Yeah, so oh. we got some interesting games. You know. This could be a make or break week for us, definitely. I mean, but honestly, I hope these things pan out. We always usually finish around the same. It's usually like a game or two difference. I feel yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're usually pretty solid, but
0: All nonetheless, right. yeah. That'll be it for the picks, I know this was uh, a little bit longer of an episode, so we do apologize for that. But uh, it's Wednesday, man. It's, the, it's it's Wednesday. It's it's. We just like to talk yeah. on Wednesdays. We've said this before. It's it's the good day, right? But
1: creative um, juices are
0: flowing. My yeah. Guess. Do you have any closing uh, closing thoughts, statements you want to get on the record?
1: Uh yeah, closing statement. If you've watched or listened to this all the way through, um, I, I salute you. And uh, granted, it's yeah. You guys really thing. listened to almost two hours
0: of content just for him to pick the Broncos to win on
1: Monday night. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I could see how I could be angry. Um, but
0: <laughs> just like watching the Broncos play. Ever. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, we we put a lot of time into this, and uh, you know, as much as it seems like oh, you know, they're not. We're thinking, we're we're thinking. We just we're not going to come in here and just list off favorites to you guys. You know, every week, like we're trying to call some of these things before they happen. Um. So, yeah. Nevertheless, I uh, that's all I got. I think we're gonna see a lot of some cool things going on on Sunday. Definitely some more surprises.
0: and – be ready to cover them Sunday night. That's yeah. for sure. From chat from Beebs and Chen. Uh check us out on Twitter. Check us out on TikTok this week. Um looking forward to pushing more content out to you guys. So uh YouTube coming soon. Yeah. From Beebs and Chen. Till next time.
1: Yes Peace. sir. Take it easy.